0: Hello, it's Simply Spicer here and welcome back to another episode of the podcast Simply Do The Work. Now if you're not yet subscribed or if you're not following this podcast I suggest you do so so you don't miss an episode and also share the podcast with friends, family and let us invite more people to do the work with us and so without further ado let's just dive into today's episode so today i will be continuing the work of querying the bible and so i just want to you know start with a little disclaimer if you will and say that my intention is not to come off as preachy or to convert anyone to christianity but rather i believe that this is really good work and i think we can all benefit from this message regardless of our belief system and i think that queer Christians and allies need to hear this message, especially because we come to Christianity and the LGBTQ plus community. There's so much more than just, you know, defending our right to exist and proving that we aren't living in sin. And yeah, maybe I'll have a future episode discussing the concept of sin or rather my understanding of it. But yeah let's get into it for real now so just a reminder what creating the bible is so it's firstly it's not forcing 21st century ideas and context on ancient scripture it's not meant to revise what the author was originally saying context is very much important and respected but rather it's looking at the scripture and see how does it apply to the lives of queer people today or what can queer people extract from it like how do our experiences breathe new life into the scripture if that makes sense so in previous episodes I talked about reconciling my faith and sexuality I think that was like two episodes ago and the episode just before this one I touched on the need to protest from LGBTQ plus people and the allies and how you know we just we need to do better you know that was the episode titled the problem with pride and so today, I'll be speaking about how my faith influences my activism. And so, I recommend you check those two previous episodes I just mentioned if you haven't already. But yeah, for today's episode, I'm going to be reading, I'm actually going to read the Bible passage today. Um, we'll be reading Romans chapter 12, the entire chapter, because another thing that's important that I learned from the of the Bible, can't, the creating the Bible course is that it's very important when you're working with scripture to work with a whole piece of scripture and not just extrapolate a few verses you like or that sound cute like that that does sort of lead one to take verses without context and so Romans twelve is actually I was like when you read when I read the whole like the whole passage I was actually surprised this has a lot of verse. Like if you if you grew up in the church or if you are a Christian these are some very popular common verses which are often shared in isolation but when you actually hear them all together it's quite interesting and so i also love to hear what comes up for you when you hear me reading this so feel free to reach out to me on social media at simply on instagram is where you're most likely to get a response from me but you know if you have me on other social media you can try that so starting with Romans 12, I'll be reading from the Common English Bible from verse 1, to it. it ends at 21. Yes. So brothers and sisters, because of God's mercies, I encourage you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice that is holy and pleasing to God. This is your appropriate priestly service. Don't be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so, you, so that you can figure out what God's will is what is good and pleasing and mature. Because of the grace that God gave me, I can say to each one of you, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Instead, be reasonable since God has measured out a portion of faith to each one of you. We have many parts in one body, but the parts don't all have the same function. In the same way, though there are many of us, we are one body in Christ and individually we belong to each other. We have different gifts that are consistent with God's grace that has been given to us. If your gift is prophecy, you should prophesy in proportion to your faith. If your gift is service, devote yourself to serving. If your gift is teaching, devote yourself to teaching. If your gift is encouragement, devote yourself to encouraging. The one giving should do it with no strings attached. The leader should lead with passion. The one showing mercy should be cheerful. Love should be sown without pretending. Hate evil and hold on to what is good. Love each other like the members of your family. Be the best at showing honor to each other. Don't hesitate to be enthusiastic. Be on fire in the spirit as you serve the Lord. Be happy in your hope. Stand your ground when you're in trouble and devote yourselves to prayer. Contribute to the needs of God's people and welcome strangers into your home. Bless people who harass you. Bless and don't curse them. Be happy with those who are happy and cry with those who are crying. Consider everyone as equal and don't think you're better than anyone else. Instead, associate with people who have no status. Don't think that you're so smart. Don't pay back anyone for their evil actions with evil actions, but show respect for what everyone else believes is good. If possible, to the best of your ability, live at peace with all people. Don't try to get revenge for yourselves, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. It is written, revenge belongs to me. I will pay it back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. By doing this, you'll pile burning heaps or burning coals of fire upon his head. Don't be defeated by evil, but defeat evil with good. So in the beginning, right? So at first the passage talks about, you know, being a living sacrifice. And when I like how actually I came to, you know, choosing this this verse for this podcast episode is cause I'm currently at home right now as I'm recording this and on Sunday the message was talking about this verse and Something struck me about living as a like like living your life and as a living sacrifice because how that spoke to me and the work I'm supposed to do is that it's I see it as me putting myself out there and protesting for what I believe. I truly believe that, you know, in protesting, in standing up for the right thing. And literally like putting myself on the line this is a beautiful form of worship i feel so inspired and so drawn to the divine when i'm making these podcasts and my videos and when i'm discussing with fellow students the changes we want to bring to campus i truly believe this is god's will for my life you know it's kind of like in the previous episode right i was talking about how um visibility without protection is dangerous right and how You know, so many people will sometimes want to, you know, would want to put, you know, us um, queer people in front and be like, look, look, look at these queer people. We love them, we accept them, but not actually protect us. And so, you know, that is one thing. But when I read this, it talks about how, you know, being a living sacrifice. I see it as me putting myself on the line and saying, you know what? even though it would be much easier to just try to live my life in the shadows and not speak up for what is right i will speak up for what is right even though there they they could be a um a cost to it right even though i could be risking my life i'm literally risking putting my body in harm's way that is what i see it as a living sacrifice and not how i feel like the way a lot of um christian Christians might interpret the scripture is how you should deprive the flesh of its desires. And so I feel like it becomes a very individualistic approach to how you must sacrifice the things that you want so that you can be blessed, so that you can one day get to heaven. Whereas I say no sacrificing myself for the benefit of others. And, you know, the passage also talks about everyone should be equal and live in peace, which... If you look at the world right now, not everyone's equal, right? There is no peace. And so, when it speaks about showing love to God's people and loving each other as family, I see this in the way that so many LGBTQ plus people come together and show love to one another and show love to other people in the community, people who have been disowned or disregarded by their families or even the greater society. In the previous episode, I specifically mentioned Chris but literally all my queer friends are like family to me you know literally love them like family and I just love the close relationship that we have with each other and so the last part of this passage strikes me where it talks about not getting revenge but leaving room for God's wrath and also that we shouldn't repay evil with evil but with good instead Now, first, I just want to say I don't think these verses are telling us to just be docile and let people just, you know, abuse us, mistreat us, oppress us, do whatever. Because, you know what? Revenge is for the Lord, right? It's not saying just do nothing, be a doormat because God's going to deal with them. No, no, no. That's not how I understand it. And I think it's also not talking about reach across the table politics either, which that is basically, um, it's kind of like how, remember last year, around the time of the election, We had people like Lil Wayne Like all these people Who were going to the White House To speak with Donald Trump Or having photo ops with him In the name of doing good For the community It's like no Like even I think maybe Maybe a better example Would be um, These photo ops when I can't remember specific cases now But like you find maybe One family was was like one family like let's say someone right did something really bad to them. like someone murdered someone from another family and then what happens is now they have this this hug for the cameras to the press and the family's like even though you destroyed our lives we forgive you like i think you know on a personal level yes there is a place for that but i think when it comes to more like systemic issues like racism and homophobia like we shouldn't like we shouldn't be holding hands singing kumbaya with these people you know like we can't just hug it out basically i think that's what i'm trying to say but you know i i think essentially what it's saying is that negative actions will have negative consequences and so i think of the song um the lord is coming by her where she says be thankful that we are god-fearing people because we don't seek revenge we seek justice and this is sort of how this passage i feel perfectly describes how scripture or how my christian faith influences the work that i do and even how i live my life because you know on one hand right i believe that i don't have to respect your beliefs right like i do I, like i this thing that you must respect all beliefs it it it, it, it actually makes no sense because what I sound like if you believe that I am a sinner, why should I respect that belief? That belief is harmful, it's toxic, it's damaging. Like, there's so many really messed up things that people believe in, and I have no respect for that. But I do respect people's humanity. Like, I do, like, the fact that you are human, right? The fact that I believe that, you know, you are, as the Bible would say, fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I respect you. For that And so that's why Like I personally I never wish death on anyone No matter how terrible they are No matter how bad The things that they've done I mean I might (laughs) I might wish Certain people weren't born Like that is just me being honest But My heart literally breaks When I see people Getting death threats Because For me that goes against What I believe in I think it does not Represent Jesus at all And also practically I don't see how that Actually benefits anyone Like honestly you sending death threats to this person how does that make how does that bear the situation except it just it makes them feel bad and then probably it 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 never you know if you want the person to change their behavior send them death threats it's not gonna make them change their behavior they're more likely to more likely to double down on their actions or what they said and so this is also why i also don't celebrate when people like pass on like recently there is a pastor who who passed on and who passed away and this pastor was very homophobic and so many LGBT people were celebrating his death which for me, like I was, ooh, Lord forgive me I was honestly indifferent to his death because his death honestly does not, um it does not benefit me in any way so I see no reason in in celebrating it, you know I think obviously when, you know, people who are in high power or, you know, people who were really violent against communities when they passed on. I might maybe, you know, find some good in the fact that, okay, you know what? At least now their actions will stop, right? At least, you know, the violence that they were perpetuating has come to an end. But also at the same time, I'm kind of like, usually these things are systemic. And so it's not just one person who's doing it, right? Yes, obviously the people who are directly affected by the person, they will obviously... Um, be free from their tyranny. But I think it's just, again, you know, the question of how is it beneficial, right? How is celebrating this person's death, it doesn't make life any better, or even, or just if you look in the long run, right, because normally you find that if it's like someone with high power, usually it's not just them, there's a whole system, there are policies in place. And so that's, that is why, you know, if you've been, subscribed to me for a long time you know they always talk about that i never attack individuals because the issue is not in individuals the issue is with systems it's these oppressive systems that need to be dismantled and so i think we all need to constantly evaluate ourselves the way we live our activism allyship and ask ask ourselves a couple questions like ask yourself am i doing enough or maybe you know i'm not trying to be gaslighty right now but maybe you're doing too much too much in the sense of you're doing too many things that don't actually benefit anyone or maybe the things you're doing that you think are beneficial you like you're not actually helping your community or the community that you stand in solidarity with and so those are the thoughts i leave you guys on hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today if you did please do share it um feel free to reach out to me on social media and yeah thank you so much for listening until you see me in a YouTube video or you perhaps hear from me in the next podcast episode I love you so much mm-hmm. bye guys